friends, this is Ashley's Daily Encouragement. You guys, I'm so excited to be on here with you guys today. There's so many things that I want to share with you guys. And, you know, I realize it's probably going to take a lifetime to do it. So, you know, I'm like, Lord, I'm just going to show up and be consistent. Um, you know, this I'm going to do this for life, you guys. This is my heart um, on the podcast. This is what I believe my purpose is. Um, is to communicate these things that I've learned, give them to you guys so you guys can implement these things in your life Find and find your purpose, get healing in your life, you know, and uh, so I'm just so excited to be here with you guys. I have a lot I want to share with you as usual, but before we get into that, for all the new podcast podcast listeners out there, thank you for being on here on this platform. Thank you guys for taking the time to, um, you know, taking your time. You guys, I'm learning one thing right now. Time is so valuable. Right? I used to not value my time. I do kind of just do whatever, right? But I'm realizing as time's going on and my priorities, it's like I'm learning to be very, very careful with who I give my time to, what I give my time to, because I'm not going to get it back, you know? And so you guys are giving your time to me to hear the things I have to say. And so my goal is to bring the most value to you as you take the time to listen to the things I have to say, that this would bring a lot of value that you can implement into your life to have a more valuable, fulfilling life. And so, you guys, you guys, thank you for your support out there. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you for rating the podcast. Um, you guys continue to rate and subscribe it. The more that happens, the more of the podcast gets put out there to the rest of the universe for people to benefit from, you guys. Um, so if you're getting any value out of this podcast, please share it, rate, subscribe. All those wonderful things that have to do, you guys, this, this is the world of technology, right? You know, the algorithms, all that kind of stuff. So that's how you guys help it is just by, um, you know, taking that time to do that. So if you guys could leave me a review, uh, subscribe, uh, rate it on the platform you're on, that would be amazing. And then they will push it out for us and more people can be impacted by the truth that we are hearing on this podcast. You guys, um, that's one thing I'm realizing too, you know, I'm all about truth and is, is it, is it, how can I say this? You guys, I was thinking about this this morning when I was thinking about, you know, the purpose for my life. And I was like, you know, what is the number one thing that always gets in our way, right? It's what we believe about something. So if we can establish the truth in the context of our lives, right? The truth of what we're believing and then asking God to reconceptualize those things we're believing so we can move forward and make progress, right? Reveal the barriers, reconceptualizing the barriers we have in our minds, what we believe about ourselves that keeps us from doing the things we know we want to do in our hearts, right? You guys, I used to live like that as a Christian. I let my you know, I let my yes be no and my no be yes. I was all jacked up. Okay. I'm realizing that you've got to learn to live. You got to learn to be consistent, right? Your yes has to be yes. Your no has to be no. And you know, that's the place that we really get to see the grace of God and the purpose of our life come out is when we get super honest with ourselves, you know, allow ourselves and our beliefs to be vulnerable before God, allow our beliefs to be open to attack before the Lord. He comes in, he replaces the lies with the truth. Now, look, you guys, when I say truth, you know, truth is obviously God's word in the context. God's the ultimate truth. But then you have the truth of your life, right? Maybe you grew up in an alcoholic dynamic like I did, abuse, you know, you developed codependency like I did, worrying about what everyone else is doing except for yourself. That was limiting you and your potential like it was for me, right? All these things and those beliefs that you have about those experiences are really the only thing that's getting in your way. So if you can allow yourself to be vulnerable before the Lord, things you believe, you know, and also paying attention to how those beliefs are impacting you, if they're stealing, killing, and destroying you, you know that that belief is not serving you and it's time to go. And so you guys, that leads very nicely into the biggest revelation. As you guys know, we are doing Revelation Revamp. 
We are on episode number, I think, six for that. Um, so this is the biggest revelation I had in June 2019. I share it with you guys to encourage you. So what was the biggest revelation that I had in June of 2019? And here, here's what it was, you guys. It's kind of loaded, and I'm only going to give you guys a little slice of it because, obviously, I only have 30 minutes for this podcast, and obviously, you guys got things to do, too, so I, I want to respect your time, but here it is. Endings are not just for the dead, but a season of removing beliefs and patterns of relating that steal, kill, and destroy you, right? Endings, they are not just for the dead, but a season of removing beliefs and patterns relating that are not serving you, that are stealing, killing, and destroying. You guys got to be able to take inventory, okay? Today, you know what we're going to be talking about, y'all? We're going to be talking about a PRP, not OPP, y'all. We ain't talking about naughty by nature around here. Y'all are laughing, right? Sinners. No, I'm kidding. Come on, you guys. You know I'm playing around, but for real. Um, PRP, you know what that's called? Plank removal process. Oh, Lord. No, you guys, I'm telling you, that's this is the beginning of wisdom, okay? You know, and I used to pray for wisdom all the time, you know, because, you guys, I'm going to get real honest and transparent, okay? When I was living in the travel trailer with my husband and my kids, okay, when you're living in a travel trailer and you're making, like, you know, maybe fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 a year, you've got four kids, um, you know, you know, like, you're asking Lord for more money. Like, for real. I was, you guys. I was like, Lord, I need some money. But then I realized that I couldn't be dominated by my desire for money because guess what? Money doesn't just boom out the sky, right? You know, um, I wish it were that easy, y'all. <laughs> but no, for real. I didn't want to be controlled by the desire for money. It's like, okay, God, you know I need money. I'm tired of stressing about it. I'm tired of thinking about it. You know, um, so I'm going to try to be like Solomon in the way and ask for wisdom. So maybe if I get wisdom, then I'll get some money. <laughs> so I remember sitting in my travel trailer and I was like, Lord, I don't have any money, but you know, I need money. Um, Lord, you know, we want to buy a house and not live in a travel trailer. We knew we wanted to buy and not rent our whole lives because you guys, come on. Think about the investment. You know, you when you're renting a place and look, we all, we all, we started out renting you guys. We finally were able to buy our first place. Um, like four or five years ago, but you know, we lived in apartments all over the place and then we got into our first rental home, which was awesome. And, you know, we did all of that, but it's like, you guys, it's expensive renting, right? I mean, rent these days where I live, you guys, it's like shooting up to like 1300 bucks a month. I'm like, how the heck do people survive? Right? So if you can have an opportunity to buy a home, you guys, I hope, I hope, I hope God blesses you with wisdom to do that. You guys, we got to learn to be shrewd. We got to learn to take you know, really take advantage of the opportunities that we have here in this country, right? And not just, you know, just sort of just exist through life. But it's like, how do we make the most of the things that we have, right? Uh, what does it say? When you have, if you can be trusted with the little, God will give you more. So, you know, how do we, how do we kind of use, use what we have, you know, one up ourselves in that way? Anyway, you guys, so I just remember, you know, Lord, I want to be able to, you know, buy a home one day, but I don't have any money. But then there's that scripture that says, what good is money in the hand of a fool since he desires not wisdom. And so I knew I needed wisdom, but my motivation for wisdom was to get money. (laughs) It really was, you guys. And um, so I never valued the process of wisdom, okay? But as I am getting a little bit older and, okay, I'm going to say that was probably almost nine or 10 years ago that I was sitting there talking to the Lord about that, 
I have a completely different perspective on wisdom now. And I'm realizing that, you know, you can't just focus on one area of your life for wisdom, right? I can't just focus on, okay, Lord, give me wisdom to be able to handle money. That's fantastic. But if I cannot apply that to every area of my life and, you know, ask for wisdom for every area to make progress, you know, I'm going to be very imbalanced as an individual. I'm not going to make very much progress in my life and I'm not going to have much value to add to people. Okay. Um, and so ask me for wisdom in every area of your life and realizing that as you remove the planks from your own life, then that is the beginning of it. So you guys, let's talk about that. Let's talk about removing the planks from our life. You know, Jesus brought that up in Matthew seven, right? He goes, you know, why do you judge your brother? What does he say? Let's bust it out really quick. What's the Lord got to say about this? He goes, do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Whatever measure you use, whatever standard you have for someone being this way or that way, um, God's like, okay, it's going to come back to you, right? So then he goes into, why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye? Pay no attention to the plank in your own eye. How can you say to your brother, let me take the the speck out of your eye when all the time there's a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye. And then you will see clearly to remove the speck out of your brother's eye, right? So we got eyes seeing clearly. You guys, sometimes we don't see clearly in our own life. What gets in the way? The beliefs we have about our life, about ourselves, about God, about other people. Those are the, those, that's the barriers, right? Those are the planks. Your planks are the things that you believe, right? What you believe doesn't always allow you to see clearly. Why do you think Jesus wasn't able to do certain things in certain places because of their unbelief? Right? He wasn't able to move in the ways he wanted to because the people didn't see him the way that he was supposed to be seen, if that makes any sense. Just like I talked about yesterday, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, the elders, all of them, they had the word of God, but they were coming to the wrong conclusion of who God was. You guys can have information and come to the wrong conclusion of it. So we got to be able to analyze the things that we believe in our life and be objective. And this is exactly why you guys have to learn to integrate God's grace into your life, because as you come to face yourself with the things that you believe... You're going to feel shame, condemnation. You might fall into the victim mindset. You might find a little pity going on there. You guys, it's normal, okay? Those negative emotions are normal. They are indicators, right? To let us know that something needs to be corrected. Something in your perspective needs to be shifted so you can see clearly. So being able to look at your life, the impact that your beliefs are having on you. Are they stealing, killing, and destroying you? Okay, getting honest with yourself right? Learning to be self-aware. And you guys, that's going to be number one. As we go into the podcast next year for 2020, and I start walking you guys through the life coaching process, why don't you start now? Self-awareness is going to be number one. You need to have self-control. You need to be aware of how you are feeling and what you're thinking. Now, you're going to know how you're feeling before you know how you're thinking, okay? So you're going to have to learn to challenge those things. So I want you to take some time to sit back and ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? overall about life. You know, do I have a a life abundantly? Like Jesus said, he's come to give me life to have it abundantly, you know, and he's got a purpose and he's got a plan. He wants me to invest my skills and talents. He wants to prosper my life, not to harm me. Everyone, all the Christians quote that scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11 plans to prosper us, not to harm us. But are you all experiencing in the context of your life? Do you know how to do that? Do you know how to, you know, bring in and usher in the things that God wants to right? Because God has so much planned for us. He says he loves us. He says he has all these things, but what is it? Whose side of the coin, you know, or whose side of the, or of the perspective has to get adjusted? 
right? Is God wrong in seeing and saying the things he says to us? Or is it how we see and say him, say things to him, right? How we believe about the Lord that keeps us from the things that he wants to give to us. So we have got to remove the planks, okay? You've got, and you've got to, in order to remove the plank, you've got to sit down and ask yourself, in what areas of your life are you, are you feeling stolen, stolen from, destroyed, stress, anxiety, fear, all of that, okay? Sit down and write those areas down, okay? Where do you feel it? How do you feel about your life right now? And then you'll start the process of moving backwards because the solution to the problem is found in the problem that's, you know, in the past. Everyone thinks just move forward, move forward. But you got to understand the root of an issue, right? Or it's going to keep growing. Why do you believe? Why do you feel that way? What are you believing? What are you thinking about that's leading to you feeling that way? As, as we've told you guys before, me and my husband, you know, your thoughts lead to how you feel. But you got to start with the end result. Start with the, the fruit to get to the root, okay? And I'm all about that on this podcast, you guys. Let's get to the root of an issue so we don't have to continually struggle with that over and over again. The Lord didn't want that for Adam in the garden. Why do you think he gave him an animal skin? He's like, look, we got some practical wisdom for you. Let's cover you because I still got a job. You guys, God has a plan for our life. The hole that you're in right now, God wants to get you out so you can continue to move forward and make progress. So let's go back to removing the planks, right? Having a PRP session in our life, a plank removal session, right? Let's talk about that. So, you know, what are some what are some traits that you need to have first in your life to be able to do this? Let's. I'm going to list some things for you guys. I came up with about eight things. It's all coming from Matthew chapter seven. So you guys can look at this on your own and study. I highly encourage you guys to really, because here's the deal. God's, God is the source. He's the source of truth in your life, in the context of your life. You guys can sit here and listen to this podcast all you want. And that's great. But you've got to be willing to, you've got to get underneath God's grace, his love. He's good. He's the only one who can give you the knowledge in the context of your life, because I don't know you guys. I've never met hardly any of you that listen to this podcast. Maybe there's a few on here. I know my grandma listens to it. I know I've got a couple friends on here, you know, here and there. But a lot of a lot of people that listen to this podcast, I've never met you. I don't know what's going on with you. I don't know your situation. All I'm trying to do is bring awareness to your life for you to look at your life, right? Have some self-control. Look at the outcomes in your life. Look at how you're feeling. Look at how you're being. Look what you're believing right? And take responsibility for that. You guys, we're not products of our circumstances. As I told you guys before, I've come from alcoholic, codependent, you know, domestic violence, homelessness, all of that. But I'm not a product of that. All I said was, Lord, you know what? This is what happened, learning how that shaped me and then how that thing was shaping me, shaping how that environment shaped me. What were the effects of it, right? I was feeling burdened, stressed, confused, all of that kind of stuff. And then, Lord, change me. God, I don't want to be, you know, living in a victim mindset. Oh, this happened, but so what? Look how many people out there, you guys, have been through difficult situations in their life, and they are living completely different lives. You guys hear those, you know, success stories all the time. Why do we think people are so much better or different than us? Every single person is made in the image of God. We all have choices to make, right? We can make make the same choices they did, right? We can learn what they learned whatever, but we've got to learn how to, you know, change our perspective, right? And me and my husband talked about that on Soul Food Sunday. That would have dropped on, what was it, December 14th, I think, or December 15th. You guys check it out on YouTube. But we were talking about, you know, having a hard heart. What does that really mean, right? 
a hardened heart is I don't want to change my perspective. If you don't want to change your perspective about your life and the things you've been through and you know it's destroying you, that's your bad luck. You've got to take responsibility for the impact that your beliefs are having on you. And Jesus can change that, right? He wants to, he wants to fill in the cracks of your life with his love, his grace, and his truth. He wants to transform you. He wants to make you a new creation. That was the point of him coming here. Don't let him die in vain in your life. God's grace better have a freaking impact in your life, you guys. Okay? And that's what Paul said all the time. You know what? I don't want God's grace to not have an effect in my life. So you guys got to utilize the grace he's given to you. Right? And just because you're utilizing the grace doesn't mean you're abusing it. Okay? If you use God's grace. Oh, man. I used to hear that all the time. Oh, yeah. If you use God's grace, you're just looking for a license to sin. Bullcrap. I'm looking for the, I'm looking for to be redeemed from the weight of sin. Right? The condemnation, the fear, the shame, the blame. All of those negative attributes that sin puts into your life that holds you back keeps you in hiding and isolation that keeps you from unleashing your story and God's grace from your life into the rest of the world. Sin does that, right? Sin pushes you into a corner, keeps you in hiding. All right. You guys, God doesn't want that. He's like, look, I've already bore all your shame. So it's time. It's time to get up, right? Integrate his love, his grace, his truth into your life, you know, through the beliefs that you have, allowing God to change that. And so these are the things that you need to have in your life in order to do that, you guys. So number one, do a PR, a PRP, a plank removal uh, process, okay? You need to have a plank removal process, okay? If you're not seeing, if you are not seeking to remove the planks from your own life, do you think you will attract people who are on the same road? Think about that. If you decide you don't want to remove the planks, how many people you think you're going to attract into your life that don't want to remove their planks, right? A bunch of judgmental, self-centered people, all right? The more you seek to remove the things that cloud your perspective, the better quality people you're going to invite into your life. You need to ask yourself the question, all right? If you don't want to focus on yourself right now, can you at least ask yourself what type of people do you want to have in your life? Do you want to have stubborn, prideful people who don't listen, who, you know, they know better than you do, super narrow-minded, you can't access grace to their life. They're, you know, do you want those kind of people? Just hard-nosed, hard hearts. If you don't want that, You've got to learn to change from the inside out. And then as you begin to remove the planks in your life, ask God to clear your perspective. It's trust me, it will make room for those people. When you start clearing the planks from your life, the people who don't want to clear their planks, they're going to feel threatened by you. They're going to want to leave anyway. Bye, Felicia. Let them go. Okay. You guys have to realize the type of quality life. What life do you want to have? You guys only got one life. You know, I know we take it for granted because we wake up every single day with the same routine. Right. But come on. Ask yourself the question, what kind of people are you going to attract in your life if you don't start removing these planks from your life, okay? You will, and that, like I said, when you start doing that, people are going to feel intimidated by you, but let them feel intimidated, okay? Get busy removing the perspectives that cloud your life so you can see clearly. Don't you want to see character clearly? But you can't see character clearly if you can't even see your own character clearly, okay, you guys? This is vital. So number two is wisdom being cultivated. Okay. Are the people that you're hanging with seeking wisdom? Remember Jesus said, don't throw your pearls to pigs. Okay. Do you guys understand the process it takes for a pearl to be cultivated? I, I think I've shared with you guys this uh, little thing before about the oyster. I was reading a book about rejection. And so he, he took it back to the, how a pearl was formed in the oyster in the sand. And I want to share it with you guys one more time because it was such a good picture. And it made me think about the process of wisdom. God always equates pearls to wisdom. God says, don't cast your pearls to pigs. All right. Don't, 
you know, are the people you're hanging with, do they want wisdom? Are they wanting to go through the process of what it takes to remove the planks in their life? So check this out, this quote about uh, pearls. Uh, the oyster completely and totally rejects the particle of sand. However, the sand holds on throughout the oyster's best efforts. It stubbornly refuses to budge. Eventually, the grain of sand develops into a beautiful pearl. Its new value comes as a result of being absolutely rejected. That is amazing. You guys have to understand that. Not, you, you have Remember, we talked about that in the other podcast. That was number, I think it was number four. Accepting rejection to embrace freedom. Okay, people are people are going to reject you. Jesus says it all the time. I mean, he's talking about that in Matthew 7. Right? The narrow and the wide road. You guys, he's talking about the, the process of forming wisdom in your life. Removing the planks. Okay, now that you remove the planks and you can see clearly, you've got some wisdom. But be careful who you give your wisdom to because not everybody wants it. Not everybody wants to be on this process. Okay? So, is, are the people you're hanging with, are you are you wanting to cultivate wisdom? And are the people around you trying to cultivate wisdom? Number three, are you asking, seeking, and knocking? Jesus brings that up. What type of people are you hanging with? Are they humble? Do they ask? Do they seek? Do they seek to understand? Do they show their humility by their understanding? Is there a vehicle to their humility? Right? Or are they just kind of super narrow-minded, only see things one way? All right? You've got to be able to understand that. Ask yourself the question first, right? Because we're not trying to be uh, Pharisees and make everyone else change, right? We're trying to be disciples. We're trying to integrate God's truth into our life, become apostles, share with the rest of the world. That's what, I don't know about you guys, but that's what I'm trying to do, all right? Me and the Pharisees, teachers of the law and the elders don't, don't get along very well, all right? They see things one way. I see things another way. I see Jesus as the Messiah. They don't see him as that, whatever, you know? They, they don't want to see the way that they, they want to see God work in my life the way they want to see it, Okay? Those are the Pharisees, the elders, teach the law in your life. The people who think that they know how Jesus is supposed to be working in your life. And they try to tell you and they try to correct you and they try to do this and do that. You got to be careful with those people. So do you have humble people in your life? Are you asking, seeking, and knocking yourself? And do you have people that are also doing the same in your life? Number four, are you giving what is asked? Do you remember Jesus said, uh, you know, if, if, it's, if a kid comes to you and asks for an egg, are you going to give him a scorpion? Right. So it made me think about what we, what people are asking of us and what we're giving back to them. Okay. If you are saying no in your heart, but you're giving an outward yes, is that not inconsistent? Do you not think that your attitude is going to come out and people are really going to know what you're about if you're not letting your yes be yes and your no be no? Did Jesus not say that that's how simple it needs to be? Anything else from that, you know, anything else comes from the evil one. So if you're living in that confusion already, if you are letting um, an outward yes on an inward no, you're already deceived by the enemy. You need to get yourself checked, right? Or you're going to continually put yourself in a downward spiral. So are you giving what what is being asked of you, right? Are you saying no when you mean no? Are you saying yes when you mean yes? Are you being consistent? Okay. Ask yourself the question. Um, number five, are you entering through the narrow gate? You guys, not all are going to ask for wisdom to change. Okay. Are you allowing the response of others to determine the course of your life? Okay. It says that the road is narrow. Not everyone's going to be looking for wisdom. So are you not going to look for wisdom because nobody else is? Are you not going to remove the planks because nobody else is? Oh, well, you're not changing, so why do I need to change? That's immaturity. Go ahead and keep yourself in that position. See how far you get in your life, 
right? When you know only yourself and what's harming you, and you mean to tell me you're not going to remove those things that are stealing, killing, and destroying you simply because someone else isn't? You guys better learn to live from the inside out. Don't worry, don't wait for the outside to tell you what to do. Majority of people are not going to go through this process, right? They're not going to get the freedom that God wants to give. God says the ultimate freedom is wisdom, right? What's the ultimate wisdom? God's wisdom comes from him. Bam, going through this process. Anyway, let me continue to move on. Number six, are you approachable? Ooh, remember Jesus talked about that? The fruit of our lives? Okay, do people pick pick uh, figs from thorns and thistles? All right, let, let's let's talk. Let's apply that to people because that's what we're looking at, you guys. What do you, are you, I mean, if you're literally looking for fruit, isn't it not much easier to, to see that on an actual fruit tree than it is a person? But it's not that complicated, you guys. I used to think it was way complicated too. I, I, I mean, you know, I didn't understand what he was saying, but you know, people being approachable. Are you approachable? Are you covered with thorns and thistles? Do people have access to the fruit that God is seeking to cultivate in your life? If you have love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, forbearance, and gentleness in your life, are people having access to that? Or are you a thorn because you don't want to change your perspective? You don't want to become shrewd. You don't give people access to your life. Nobody knows how God's grace has penetrated that. Nobody can talk to you. You're not accessible. That's what makes you... Uh, you know, inconsistent in your fruit. All right, bad fruit, baby. Evaluate. I want you guys to evaluate. Evaluate yourself first. We're going to check ourselves first before we wreck ourselves. We ain't going to be Pharisees and tell people, other people what to do. That's not our responsibility. We're going to take full responsibility for ourselves, you guys. And I'm trying to show you guys, walk you through the process that I went through and share that with you so you guys can begin this process yourself. So are you hanging with others who have given access to the grace that God has poured into them, right? How approachable are you and how approachable are the people that you have surrounded in your life? Number seven, do you know the ones who say, Lord, Lord, is it all duty and no heart? The people you're hanging with, are they just saying, Lord, Lord, oh yeah, let's just serve the Lord, but you don't know crap about them. Why do you think Jesus says, depart from me? I never knew you. Do you know the people that you're serving with? If not, why not? That's an issue. Maybe they're not accessible. Mm, Let's talk about that. No, not really, because we've only got six, we've only got four minutes left on the podcast. Okay, number eight, are the people in your life um, consistent? Are they putting their words to practice? Remember Jesus talked about that at the very end of that chapter? You know, the wise person takes his words, puts them into practice, okay? So this is what I was thinking though. Someone who's consistent, right? Are they putting their words to practice? Is their life and heart connected? You will know by how consistent they are in life and what they commit to, okay? Who in your life is uh, blowing over with a great crash? What do I mean by that, you guys? Because you know how there are certain people out there that are not living from their heart, right? They they live an inward no and outward yes. You're going to create those kinds of people that are castles in the sand, okay? Because their heart, where the, found, where the Holy Spirit's supposed to be, their foundation, they're not giving access, right? They're not letting the Lord you know, help them be yes people. Yes be yes and no be no, right? They are unacknowledged hearts, which means they're unaware of how uh, their thinking is impacting them. They're not paying attention to their inward man and the outward result, right? They may be denying that. If they're denying their inward no and trying to live out a yes, right? Now they're going to build their house on this outward facade for people to see. But when the wind and waves come and hit it, they're going to crash and fall, so it's better just to be learn to be honest, right? Let the truth set you free. The truth 
of how your truth, what you're living by is impacting you. Okay, is it still killing and destroying? If it is, Lord, help me to reconceptualize that, live from the inside out, give me a new perspective so I can build my life from the inside out. You guys, if you have a good foundation, are you afraid of when the storms come? No, I mean, I'm sitting in my house. If there's pouring down rain outside, I ain't tripping, right? I know things are taken care of. So in your own heart, are your issues taken care of, right? Are you bringing those things to the Lord that are inconsistent so you can be consistent, so you can be that house that doesn't fear, doesn't doesn't worry about what's going on in the outside world because the inside world's done. It's taken care of, right? You're underneath God's love, grace, truth, and time, right? You're not living inconsistently, okay? You're not unsteady. So you guys, that's all I have for you today. I feel like I just unloaded a lot, but I hope it makes sense. You know, ask your guys... You know, ask yourself the question, you know, um, are you in a, in a season of removing the beliefs and the patterns of relating in your life that are not serving you? Are you in a plank removal process? Okay. You guys, that's going to change your life. Ask God to remove the planks from your own life. Lord, what are the planks? The planks are those things that cloud your perspective. What are the things that cloud your perspective? The things that keep you from moving forward and the things the Lord wants you to do. The things that make you that steal, kill and destroy you. Okay, so you guys, it's 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 not that difficult, but it is, right? Because you need you gotta have humility, right, before the Lord. You gotta have His grace. You gotta have His love. You got to learn how to live and rely on the love that God has for you first. Okay, so anyway, my friends, I hope you guys have an awesome rest of the day. I'm not sure what day this podcast is supposed to drop. It's gonna be sometime in January. Let me see if I can skim this really quick because I only got 30 seconds left. I need to hurry up and keep talking. January 7th. It looks like. So I hope it was encouraging you guys. You know, endings aren't just when people die. Endings are the endings to beliefs that do not serve us. So you guys, it's been fun being on here with you guys today. I'm not sure what we got in store for tomorrow. I still have to read ahead. I will let you know, but I hope you guys have an amazing rest of the day. Get those planks removed. Get some wisdom in your life and get some freedom in your life that God wants to give you. I love you guys. And I will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.